0: Good morning, six oh eight here on your Friday morning. The all new this morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre Generally Morley too, but he's off uh, for a couple of well-deserved days off on an elks bye week. He'll be back at it doing mornings and then practice mm-hmm. and then all the yep. stuff that he does uh, coming up next week. Uh, it's a it's a big day today because you're going to have both the premier and the leader of the opposition going and having a chat with Alberta municipalities. Uh, their 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 big convention and trade show is underway, and yesterday Alberta municipalities voted. in favor of calling on the province to crank up uh, the base amount of uh, of fiscal funding from $722 million a year to $1.75 billion a year so we'll see what the premier has to say about that and Rachel Notley coming up but there's a lot of municipalities in Alberta that are facing some 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 pretty substantial challenges
1: yeah actually they're talking about at that uh, at that conference they're also talking about a new report that says that Alberta's towns and cities they're struggling to retain top administrators mm. uh, which is kind of interesting people are like why is that a big deal it is a big deal it's a because huge these deal. are the people who help uh, govern our cities and our uh, towns dr Kate Graham a professor at Huron, University College in London, Ontario. She helped um, write this report. She co authored it. Good morning, Kate.
2: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: So let's talk about this. So, CAOs, what do these people do?
2: Sure. So, the uh, chief administrative officer or CAO, um, and in some places, like in larger cities, it's usually called the city manager, but they are the top. Um, administrator for the municipality so they are the usually sole person that council appoints and then that person is responsible for leading everybody else so these people have really important jobs Um, in small communities they're the ones wearing every hat and responsible for basically every service that we all rely on every day Um, and then in larger communities you know in cities they're leading teams of sometimes tens tens of thousands of people so a really significant position in every community in Alberta.
0: Well it sounds like they'd have to wear an awful lot of hats and be a sort of a jack of all trades or a master of all trades in order to do this so what kind of background or what kind of education or what kind of experience are we looking at for people who can be CAOs or city managers?
2: Uh, so often, I mean, I, I teach at Western University in the local government program. It's a, a master's program for people who want to be municipal CAOs. So that's a really common path. It's kind of like the, the MBA, but for the public sector and MPA. Um, a lot of times people rise up after a career in local government. You know, they've been the manager and then director and so on, and finally they reach that peak position. Uh, and then, of course, there are examples where people you know switch between sectors maybe they've been an executive in the private sector and they decide to shift into the public sector so lots of different paths but no matter how they get there once they get there it is a key role when it comes to the effective operation of all municipal services.
1: In fact our city manager Andre Corbold, a former Brigadier General uh, in the Canadian military so um, tell us why cities and towns are having problems retaining these positions
2: yeah we'll give a, a little context so this uh, research was commissioned uh, jointly by the uh, University of Calgary School of Public Policy and Alberta Municipalities and there was sort of this anecdotal sense that it's getting harder to find and then harder to keep um, CAOs in Alberta and so we took a look at that over the past couple of decades and the finding definitely confirms that The average cao now lasts uh, far less than one term of council which is you know a pretty significant departure from um, historically what the role was like in the past and importantly that it's it's in decline so uh, every term of council for the last couple of decades it's decreased so we did a survey of every current cao in alberta uh, to get a sense of exactly your question why that is and uh, you know, not surprisingly, there are a number of factors that turned out to be important. Uh, but the top one that they mentioned was about um, the political dynamics. So,
0: I'm sorry. I think we might have just missed the last little bit of that. You'd uh, uh, sort of cut out a little bit. You were talking about oh, politics in local government sometimes, and that's that's kind of where we lost uh, lost you for a second.
2: Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. It's um, you know what we're seeing, and this is true at government of all levels and uh, even beyond Canada, but in an environment where our politics are more contentious more divided you know those sort of hyper partisanship starting to seep into the local level it does create a difficult working environment and it can be hard to get things done and um, CAO has definitely reported that to us that for many of them um, you know when the political dynamics get difficult it may be the reason that they choose to depart or choose not to take a role um, a senior role in a community where that's known to be an issue
0: so uh, can that be can that be fixed with higher pay so it takes me to whether salaries are an issue because that has to be the top administrative and non-elected job in any municipality
2: this this was the funny thing so we asked um we asked the current caos you know when thinking about taking on a new cao role what factor is most important to you and you know we asked about pay we asked about cost of housing we asked about size of the community the number one factor that um, emerged at least through this this survey was dynamics with council and this was um, we had a conversation with recruiters people who are you know, helping municipalities find top talent and they talked about an experience gap here where especially the most experienced CAOs people who've been in the job before maybe in another community um, they know what it's like having a council that works well together turns out to be a really important consideration in whether you know the, the most talented, experienced CIOs who have options and choices on where to go, it's a big factor for them on, on where they choose to, to do their work.
1: So this is like a human resources issue, right? Like, you know, you, you may have, you know, especially here in Edmonton, there's some councillors on the right, some councillors on the left. They have different um, interests, maybe perhaps competing interests, especially for money. So there's this back and forth. And, and not only are you trying to do your job, you're also trying to, to deal with the personalities and, and the demands on council. Is thats that, is that- correct?
2: Totally. And I mean, a difference of opinion, you know, I think is a really good thing. Like we we want, we don't want councils to agree all the time. The whole point is to have different perspectives. Um, But there is a difference between a healthy debate decorum and an environment where it is so divided and so negative and, um, you know, disrespectful of staff and, you know, not building the trust and credibility with the community and so on. And it's that kind of condition that I think, you know, when when that starts to creep into the the norms at a council, it can become a real deterrent. Um, the, yeah, and if I could just add in terms of the, the HR dimension, you know, when a, a municipality has a lot of transitions of CAOs, you know, a couple CAOs within a few years, there's a real cost to municipalities. It's not just sometimes paying severance, the whole recruitment process, sometimes hiring a headhunter to help
1: and also you know business stocks again in stalls. communities exactly so you yeah. cut out a little bit there kate so i was just feeling, oh, <laughs> just sorry. i was just filling that uh, that gap
0: and look just as, as we near the at the end of time does this does this report identify solutions because it doesn't sound like there's a one fits all solution but maybe maybe i'm wrong are there solutions uh,
2: we in the survey we asked uh caos and we also did some interviews and so on um we did ask for advice and we've included a lot of that in the report. Um, some of the things are not not rocket science, like role clarity, for example, You know, being very clear about what's the job of council versus what's the role of staff and mm-hmm. having a healthy respect on either side about that. Um, or supports, especially in really, really small communities where the CAO is you know, wearing a ton of hats and they're the only one in their role, uh, making sure that they've got supports around them, especially in the early days of the job. Those things um, quickly emerged as being important pieces of advice from current CAOs.
0: Fascinating stuff, uh, Dr. Graham, Thanks so much for for joining us this morning and shedding some light on uh, on the work you've done on this report. R- really interesting. Appreciate it.
2: Anytime.
0: Thanks so much for having me. Okay, bye-bye. Dr. Kate Graham, she was a co-author of this report on the uh, the average tenure of a city yeah. manager, or a chief administrative officer in city. Stuff Alberta. you don't think
2: about
1: at all, yeah. ever, really, and and the job that they do. We, t- we focus on the politicians, but they're trying to wrangle the politicians, trying to get them to agree mm-hmm. on something, but also dealing with all the other pressures of, of pretty much running a city and the administration and the people behind the scenes that are coming um, to them and say, why are the politicians doing this? And so it's an interesting sort of a ringmaster and oh, that can get pretty ugly sometimes. I
0: think there's a different dynamic too in a smaller community too because there are an awful, in a bigger city, well then maybe there's there's mm-hmm. a, so many, but everybody n- sort of knows each other or there are some Why are you older doing sort of roads political and, things yeah. or you can run into the person directly or they're pushing on their accounts There's a lot of different relationships. Man, that'd be a minefield. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, there's some towns, Diamond Valley, the community said that they've gone through four CAOs in 4 years and you just you get can't you get did. rolling right it's always stop and start stop yeah. and start so so the business of running the city becomes secondary because y- you don't have that person helping you run the city yeah
0: exactly it can be a mess but i guess if you know what the issue is then you got to suck it up and fix it. That's almost what. Politically, you got to suck it up and find a way or to you, fix it. Or
1: you find something in the in the private sector that pays you a lot more money. Oh yeah. And uh, you say enough is enough. I'm I'm, I'm I'm done. Mm. And that's the problem, right? In this highly charged political Absolutely. climate we have, it's just easier to just walk away. And that's a problem recruiting uh, good politicians as well. So it's it's an issue.
0: It's a tough, tough time.